Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Real Happy Mom Podcast, the weekly podcast for busy working moms to get inspiration, encouragement, and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. My name is Tony Ann, and you are listening to episode 136. Hey, have you ever thought about changing your career or even thought about doing something completely different from what you're doing now? Well, that is what I'm going to be talking to you today with my guest, Heather. She's going to be sharing with us some of the ways that women can identify their vision and values and skills that can be transferred into a new career. Then also we talk about some of the challenges that working moms face when it comes to seeking a career change and how we can overcome them. Because one thing I don't want to do is leave you hanging, but also give you some solutions to those challenges. Now, if you haven't already, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash hacks to get the ultimate working mom hacks guide. This guide includes six of my favorite moms who answer the question, what is the number one hack that you have that helps to make mom life easier? So if it is anything from productivity, time management, even just some aromatherapy or just giving yourself grace, these are the hacks that you need to help with making mom life easier. So go ahead and get your guide. It's completely free and I want you to have it today. So go over to realhappymom.com slash hacks and get it. Now let's go ahead and jump on into this week's episode. All right, Heather, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. No problem. I'm excited to have you with this mompreneur series that we're doing. I feel like you definitely bring a message that we need to hear when it comes to making that change or transition with our careers. But before we got started with our topic, I just wanted you to share a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah, thank you. So I uh, currently am a nonprofit consultant and a career coach, and I'll share a little bit about what those things mean, Um, but I have 15 years of experience in the learning and leadership development space, and I've been able to transition within the last year or so from a national nonprofit where I identified the competencies, which is basically a fancy word for leadership skills that people would need to be successful throughout their career. So whether they were you know, a a part-time frontline staff person providing a direct service or a senior leader within the organization, um, I helped to identify what skills they would need to be successful. And then I helped HR leaders around the country hire, onboard, and develop their staff with those competencies in mind. One of the things that I did there was um, I led their coaching at some of their coaching initiatives. And I just kind of fell in love with that whole concept and skill set of coaching. And so when I started my own consulting business in May of last year, I knew that I had to have coaching as as part of it. And I love working with women who are seeking a career change, but don't necessarily know what that change would look like, how it would feel. And often, you know, they're struggling with the clarity around that, but also the fear that comes with making a career change. And I just love working with them as they go through that process to uncover what's out there, what will really work for them, and then dive in with confidence to make that change happen. I just, I think people are happiest when their careers align with their values and their capabilities or their skill sets. And so that's just something that I enjoy doing. And that's how I started. 
Awesome. And I, I love how you said that, that their careers align with their values, because that's not something that I always thought about. But now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I would feel a lot better <laughs> if yeah. I'm in a position where that is happening. So I'm just thinking about the mom that's listening who is, you know, in a place that they're not necessarily happy with or feeling like their values aren't connected with the career that they're actually in right now. So I was just wondering um, how you help women with identifying the vision, the values, and, and those skills so that they can begin to transition into something that is better fitting with their values. Yeah, I I always start with the life vision because I think your career should fit into your life. It's part of your life. And so your life vision, it comes first. And so I always start there and I say, you know, imagine your life six to 12 months from now and something happened, you're happy and you're fulfilled. What are you doing? Who are you with? And, and really it's, you know, from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, no detail is too small. What does it look like? Think relationships, parenting, finances, again, not just your career. I often say, you know, you wake up, is the alarm going off or are you waking up on your own? Is it before the sun rises or are you sleeping in? And let's go from there and every detail kind of hammer that out so that we can see it, we can picture it because then we can start to narrow in on the career and and what that actually looks like. What are you doing? Are you sitting in front of a computer? Are you in a lot of meetings or leading meetings? Are you standing in front of a group speaking? What does it look like? What does it feel like? So that you can start to identify the life vision and then narrow in on the career. You know, there's nothing wrong with working for a steady paycheck if you value stability. Uh, but again, getting into to what you value, it's important to know what those things are. If you value creativity uh, and you work with spreadsheets all day, you likely won't ever be happy and fulfilled at work. And, you know, I often say if you value stability and you end up in a startup (laughs) where everything is constantly changing and you're taking on new roles and you're jumping in and that can be really exciting. But if you value stability, you might not be happy. So I think it's both your career has to align with both your life vision and your core values. Otherwise you start to feel that inner conflict and you know, as a, as an example for me, I, um, as a consultant, I get a lot of the things that I want out of life and a lot of the things that I value. Um, I'm able to have more flexibility in my schedule. I have autonomy in my work. I feel real ownership over what I'm doing. I have the chance to solve problems and be creative. And all of these things are important to me. And they really play into my vision and my values as well as my skills, um, which is, which is also important. So, you know, I think it's just taking the time. We don't always take that time when we're in our career, if we start to feel unhappy. We don't necessarily take the time to figure out what would make it better. And I think going through this process of identifying your vision, identifying your values is a really good first step in that process. Yes, definitely. Because while you're talking, I was just thinking and answering those questions that you put out as far as, you know, what do you want things to look like? And it, 
once you become clear, I guess, on what you want those things to be, it makes it a lot easier to actually, you know, pursue what it is that you actually want. So I'm just wondering, okay, now that we are a little bit more clear on what we're wanting from a career, how can we actually move forward, especially when we have a lot of challenges? Because in particular, I feel like women face a lot of, um, not necessarily, um, you know, very unique uh, challenges, but we do have some, especially as moms. Um, so I just wanted to know what challenges do women face when they're seeking career changes and how can they best overcome them? Yeah, I think what I see most often is a couple of, a couple of different things. One is just a lack of clarity in general, right? You know, you're not happy in your current role, but you're not really sure what to do next. And it could be a lack of clarity because of all of the options that are out there and feeling kind of overwhelmed by that. It could be a lack of clarity because you're just not sure what would work for you. I think without clarity, it's hard to make any further steps (laughs) into a career transition. So that I think is the first hurdle that women have to overcome to make a successful career change. The second, I think, is really fear of failure and doubt. So oftentimes, you know, we're not happy in our current career, but we feel comfortable in our current career and making a change makes us uncomfortable. And I think it's a matter of, you know, once you have that clarity, which comes through the questioning process and discovering the themes and researching careers, narrowing based on what you've learned about yourself, once you have that clarity, you can start to work on the confidence piece um, because with clarity comes confidence. And you can reinforce that confidence as you begin to research those careers, talk to people who are in the career fields that you feel like will be a good fit for you based on your life vision and values and skills. And then you can ask specific questions. I'm a big fan of informational interviews. Ask the specific questions that reveal whether that career actually aligns with your vision, values, and skills. So the things that don't come on a job description, you won't see it there. You won't actually know what the day-to-day is like, but you can talk to people who do know what the day-to-day is like. And if you're customizing those questions that you're asking based on what you've discovered about yourself, you're more likely to feel confident moving into that career path to know that it really will work for you. And I think that courage to make the change happens uh, or happen comes when you begin to set goals and that excitement starts to set in. Yes, definitely. And I just wanted to to recap what you said because it was so, so good, um, was that the biggest challenges were a lack of clarity, fear of failure and doubt. And those two, I, it's funny because when I really sit down and think about, you know, a lot of things that I'm actually afraid of, yes, it is <laughs> fear of failure. And I didn't really think about asking people who are in that position those questions, but I'm just wondering if, you know, there's a mom listening and they are have a particular career in mind, but they're not able to speak with someone directly um, in that position. I didn't know if there was some other um, individuals that you would suggest talking to, um, whether it be someone in the HR department, but in particular for the mompreneurs who are wanting to start, let's just say a service-based business or a product um, business, you know, who would you suggest um, starting to talk to so that you can get 
the information that you need to make sure that this is for sure something that you want to do so that you don't end up back in the same position again where you're unhappy with the career that you're in. Yeah, absolutely. I think you can apply the same principles, whether you're moving from you know, one, one job to another or one career path to another, um, one industry to another. And I think definitely as you think about transitioning to sort of business ownership, and I think one, I think we we have limiting beliefs often about the size of our network. So I would I would first challenge um, your listeners if they are thinking that they don't know anybody to ask, um, because there is a good chance that someone in their network owns a business. Uh, and if not, someone in their network does. So think beyond your your direct network. There, if you you know post on social media that you're looking for information and would like to interview a business owner, somebody will come through. I feel I feel pretty confident about that. But if not, there are so many business groups on on Facebook, as an example, where you can join. Other uh, women entrepreneurs, if that's the the route that you're wanting support from, and you can join those groups, you can ask the questions. So many people are willing to jump on a phone call and share what they know or what they've learned in the process. I feel like especially in the women entrepreneur group and mom entrepreneur group, there is or the community there is um, there is that sense of community, and so people want other people to succeed, and they're willing to share what they've learned in their process. And so I, I do think there's still opportunity to have these conversations and make sure that owning a business is right for you and, and, and works with your life vision and values and skills. Awesome. Yes. And I did not even think about the Facebook groups, but that is a big, big um, wealth of resources just right there. Because I know when I was getting started, that is definitely where I got a lot of really great advice. So thank you for reminding me about the Facebook groups. Now, um, one of the other things that I wanted to ask you about in particular was, you know, the, the moms that are looking for a career change, in particular, trying to transition into entrepreneurship. I know that you've worked with a lot of people in the past and especially with um, helping them to identify their skills in particular. Um, I am just thinking about, you know, a lot of times we go into things thinking like, oh yeah, I can do it all myself. I got it. You know, what are some tools or resources that we can use to help us with identifying what our, our, our true strong points are so that we know when we need to either hire out or to get help um, when we're actually starting a business? Yeah. So there are formal assessments that you can take to, you know, understand what your your strengths are, your skills are. But I always start with a few simple questions that obviously doesn't doesn't cost uh, money like a formal assessment would. So think about um, think about the times that you feel smart and think about the times that you feel strong. Think about the things that um, the times I'm sorry, the questions that people ask you a lot, if there are recurring questions, like people always ask me this, or they always ask me to do that. Um, There's a good chance that other people are recognizing those strengths in you. If you're currently in 
a corporate role, think about past performance reviews that you've had and what skills have been, uh, you know, highlighted as strengths for you. Think about what your peers look to you for. Think about what tasks your supervisor always goes to you and asks you to complete versus someone else on the team. There's a lot of different ways to figure out what your skills are. And once you know that, you can start to figure out what you might want to delegate uh, I think ultimately you want to delegate things that you're not good at and or have no desire to learn. So again, skills are skills can be developed. So if there if you find that you're lacking a particular skill, you can then decide it's just information, right? You can then decide, do I want to invest the time or money, the resources to develop that skill, or do I want to delegate that to someone else? I think this, the reverse also applies. And sometimes we forget that too. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you enjoy it. And so if you have a skill, but you don't enjoy it, and it's, it's, um, sucking the life out of you, so to speak, and you're not enjoying your business anymore because of it, that's okay to delegate that too. So I think being really clear on your skills, but also the things that you enjoy, the things that you're willing to learn or don't want to learn um, are also key, key parts of making decisions about what to delegate. Yes, definitely. I'm totally with you on, yes, you can be good at something, but not like it. So yes, for sure on that one. Now, Heather, I'm just thinking about the moms that are actually, you know, in the process, probably been in the trenches doing this for a while. Um, and they're just questioning, like, am I going in the right direction? Like, do should I really continue with this? And um, I know that that comes up a lot. And you probably have heard that question, maybe not exactly like that, but, you know, <laughs> what pretty much, how do we know when we're headed in the right direction or if, you know, this is not where we need to be and we need to consider doing a transition or a career change? Yeah, I think, you know, ultimately that's a decision that the individual has to make on their own. I always say I provide the roadmap, but you have to drive. And everything we discover in the career discovery process is information. It's up to you what you do with that information. So I think, you know, taking the time to reflect and, and identifying the source of perhaps the burnout or the frustration can be helpful. And then once you have that um, identified, you can you can decide, you can think and decide, is it a deal breaker for me? Is it something that I'm willing to overcome? Or is it something that I would rather not deal with, work with, overcome in some way? And it's okay either way. It's okay to start something and decide it's not right for you. Or it's okay to stay you know, continue doing something that you're doing and know that one day it might change, but now is not the right time. So I think at the end of the day, my role is really to help you have all of the information so that you can make a better decision. But the ball is always still in your court. You always have the ability to decide if you want to start, stop, or continue something. Awesome. Awesome. Now, Heather, I am just wondering if you had any encouragement or motivational quote for Spell Happy Moms before we signed off. 
Um, I have a quote in my office that says, we rise by lifting others. And I just think that resonates with me every day. I try to make a difference in someone's life and someone's experience, you know, whether it's my family or someone I'm working with, if it's getting on a phone call, sending an email. Uh, today, someone bought my coffee at Starbucks, and so I'm looking forward to paying that forward <laughs> in the future. I think there are so many opportunities to lift others, and that's just such an important thing to remember. Yes, for sure. Now, Heather, you've given us a lot to think about, especially when it comes to making a career change. Now, if there is someone listening that's like, oh, I really want to connect with her or learn more about you, where can we find you online? Yeah, I am under It's Her Beautiful Story. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, but I have a private Facebook community for professional women. And that's probably the best place to get connected and to get to know me better. And I would love to get to know you as well if you're interested. So It's Her Beautiful Story, a community for career women. Awesome. And I'll be sure to include that link in or all of those links rather in the show notes. So Heather, thank you so much for coming on. This has really been helpful. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes that were mentioned here today, head over to realhappymom.com slash 136. And if you haven't already, get the ultimate working mom hacks by going to realhappymom.com slash hacks. Make sure you stay tuned for next week for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.